0: in the heart of Lincoln America. Here's 937 of Tickets Jake Sorensen Did seem kinda meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sipp and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking.
1: to everybody out there. It is a great morning across Nebraska. As Nebraska had a pretty good weekend. Uh, for what it's worth, this is not Jake Swartzen. You can probably tell by my voice. Jake Swartzen is uh, is out uh, on, on a little bit of vacation having some fun. Uh, I'm Jake Bachman, and uh, Sip is here to carry the normal routine for early break. Sip, how'd your weekend go?
0: Good. How are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. I think, I, like I said, I think everybody in Nebraska is feeling a little bit better. Big sigh of relief, big celebration weekend uh, for Nebraska football. Uh, not only having two players picked in the second round of the draft, that's huge. I mean, co- compared to where Nebraska's been in the past, uh, obviously you can't; those players can't go back and win games for you now, which... Um, we'll talk a little bit about kind of what all that means. But the bigger news is Oshan Mathis has committed to Nebraska. Uh, a little bit nervous myself, even when he picked that Nebraska hat, because I've watched too many recruiting videos. I don't know what that means. Does that mean he's going to toss the Nebraska hat after he picks it? Is the Texas hat going to come? But no, there was a whole background of of a Nebraska, of him in a Nebraska uniform that was unveiled, and I thought, okay, he's in. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, and because I was watching it on Twitter, and then all of a sudden it went like, I don't know if it was my internet or it was uh, it, it was on Oshan's part, um, but the the video was like down like four seconds after he put the Nebraska thing on it, and he tossed his hat up. <laughs> it scared me. It really did. That's why it was oh, like I you got you are me. a
0: beaten down fan. <laughs> yes, you are, You have some. I sort was
1: eighty percent of... sure once the video went down that he was with the Huskers, but I was also thinking, did my internet crash? Did he just throw down? Uh, the did he throw the Nebraska hat so that he could put the Texas hat on? And my internet's down. I mean, did I miss something? Uh, but I didn't. So no, that was you didn't. That's good.
0: No, you're fine. Um, it was um, yeah. It was. I I get what you're saying. It was interesting. I think the video just stopped after he threw the hat up. I think it did. He might have come back. I I don't know. I saw that uh, Evan Bland of the World Herald said he came back for a short Q and A, but I didn't. I didn't notice that. Now you're talking to a fifty five year old, but I'm like you. I was I was watching on Twitter. I saw his announcement, throw the hat, screen stop, and then <laughs> that was it. I just moved on with my life quickly. Um but but, but yeah, that was a I, that was that was a moment. And you know what? The moment will continue in a sense in a sense that we'll have shot on today. That's a big uh, one. Yeah. Um that um Oshawn Daniels will join us at 7 a.m. on the Big Show, and we're looking forward to that. He's very, very, he's he's an ebullient personality, and he's he's fun to talk to. I've already gotten to talk to him. Yes, I talked to him yesterday, um, and he'll have a lot of insight into how this happened, how all this went down, how why he chose Nebraska. And now what he's looking for.
1: Well, and I, I can't wait for that interview because, you know, there are still some kind of questions about how he figures into this thing. Are they going to run more 4-3? It kind of feels like his natural position is a
0: 4-3 defensive end. Well, they were mostly a 4-3 last year. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, they were – they had I, – I, I almost look at them as a 4-3 right. now, Bob.
1: Especially with Damian Daniels gone – that's kind of your nose tackle mm-hmm. position, um, whether you know, yes. as, as opposed to you know, in the three four, as opposed to what you have now at the defense attack. I I, th- I think that that's that's what I that's what I'm interested in to see if that's kind of what they're uh, moving on to. Um, and, uh, and, and then, you know, all the other parts that play into getting O'Shawn Mathis away from his home state in Texas. That was a big part um, of it. You know, there's there's all, all other teams interested. It was not just Texas and Nebraska, just because it came down to them as the finalists. Um, you know, Nebraska had to beat a lot of people. I mean, this is one of the top names in the portal. And absolutely huge for the depth of, not even, not the depth even necessarily. There's still some work to be done, I think, there on the defensive line. It helps out, but the bigger piece is the, the pass rushing ability um, and just... The playmaking ability. I mean, this is not a. Hopefully, this guy's pretty good. Uh, you know, this guy's proven back to back to a second time or second team all Big Twelve. They don't just hand those out. I mean, you got to go out and earn those.
0: Well, yeah, it's interesting. He had nine sacks in 2020. That was kind of his breakout season, right? 2021, he had four. Um, you don't want to. You know, I'm I'm hesitant to put too much pressure on the young man. I mean, I don't. I think. I think. You don't want to over-inflate your expectations for him, but it's a he's a critical piece. Um, there's no doubt about that. I, I would never I would never say anything other than that. But I don't at the same time I don't think we should just automatically expect him to go get 12 sacks. Right. I, I mean it's a tough league to do that in. Um, but I, I also I mean there's a fine line here. I don't want to limit what he can do either. I just know that. Yeah, it almost. For Nebraska to, like, close down a recruiting win almost seems surreal of this magnitude of a, of a player because so often Nebraska's got shut down in these situations, right? Right. And he picks that Texas cap or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it's excitement. There was excitement. There was, I felt genuine excitement on Saturday. Well, and it's, it's it's it's
1: too it's it's just the, the new world of college football right when you look at this nebraska team and nebraska maybe just in a, in a position more so than other teams across the country um and more so than year in and year out to be able to do this so i know there's the whole um changing of the guard in college football discussion that we can have later um but uh putting all that stuff to the side about what it's doing for college football it's just quite interesting that nebraska's team now is, you know, transferring over has huge additions on offense and defense. I think Oshon Mathis, you know, there's already guys that you would pencil in probably from the transfer portal um, that will be starting or have a chance to start. I think Oshon Mathis is definitely a guy you you pencil in there. I would say the top defensive player that they've got from the portal uh, and then Casey Thompson. So when you just look at the the complete, uh, you know, the the new coat of paint basically for Nebraska's roster, uh, this continues in that direction.
0: Right, and this goes back, Bach, to what Frost. I always go back to what Frost, Scott Frost, the head coach, um, said in November. Remember, Bach? He said, "To get this thing over the top, we're gonna go. We're gonna go into the portal, and we're gonna go to the JUCO's. That's what we feel like we have to do." What's happening, Bach? I mean, I know sometimes it's hard for people to praise frost at this point but (laughs) but what's happened is he's followed the offseason game plan really well and it's worked out well not only he he not only followed it but it worked out it's worked out i'd say really well when you when you talk about players like Oshawn mathis casey thompson uh, anthony grant tommy hill um Trey Palmer, I mean, those are dudes you probably didn't expect them to get, right? Right?
1: Yeah, I mean, they have to get somebody. You know? I mean, but some of those names, yeah, are pretty high in in, in the uh, the list, considering you're 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 going to a three and nine team with a uh, a pretty obvious situation.
0: Yeah, they've done it. I, I I mean, I just come down on this. They've done a really good job, not only of landing players but landing coaches. Oh yeah. And now, you know, they're in position to do something they still got work in a portal to do i mean i i don't know what the hold up is on the devin drew announcement i believe that that's coming i could come at at any time uh devin drew's a defensive and he's a he's a defensive lineman from texas tech and um maybe i don't know i don't i'm confident that he he's picking nebraska i'm just kind of waiting for an announcement my story's written oh it is yeah (laughs) it's already ready to go yeah
1: um, that's interesting and, and and again it's
0: it's it's th- this O'Shawn
1: Mathis news isn't the uh, the end for the transferring in defensive lineman you still need to some oh, work so done just, in the yeah, portal and yeah, so Yeah
0: I just said Devin Drew's a guy that Yeah, yeah.
1: so that definitely makes sense that Devin Drew would be huge and and, and you know just any any guys with experience at that level um, is really what Nebraska needs because you have some bodies there in the defensive line. Now, some of those guys, um, you know, as we know, along the on offensive fronts, especially going up against Big Ten lines, um, some of those younger guys just need some time in the weight room. So that's why you feel kind of hesitant just throwing out bodies in there. Um, but we'll see if, so, you know, some of these younger guys can kind of take some spots too. Uh, but you definitely feel a lot more assured if they get some more guys out of the portal.
0: Well, what's it going to look like on third down? And I think that's the question when we're talking about the pass rush. And I think they'll find a way to get these players on the field at the same time. And this is sort of exciting, right? If you can get O'Shawn Mathis, Garrett Nelson, um, Caleb Tanner, um, O'Shawn Mathis, Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner, and who would be the fourth one there? you'd be looking at. I'm fine with time. Ty Robinson. Going Ty Robinson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ty Robinson. I might. think Ty okay. Robinson's
1: probably, okay.
0: yeah, you're probably right, Bob.
1: the most excited about the O'Shawn Mathis news, because here's the thing. If you don't get O'Shawn Mathis, I think Ty Robinson is um, definitely the guy you key in on. If you're the, uh, the, you know, the opposing offensive line, um, as you're preparing for the game plans, right? I mean, um, because they don't have, yes. the other guys in the portal probably won't quite, um, that, they, that they land. Now, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe you know, who knows what's going to happen day-to-day in college football anymore. But it's, uh, you know, I, I think that, it, that to be the most excited, you know, we're all excited, but to be the most excited would probably be by Ty Robinson because I think he was about to be um, very much keyed in on it, And I think he's due for a breakout year. Um, if he's got the teammates around him to kind of uh, you know help him out, not get double teamed all the time. Oh, Sean Mathis is that type of guy.
0: Yeah. Um. By the way, you're probably right. It probably would be Robinson in that situation. If 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 on third down, if you if you have Mathis, Garrett, Nelson, and Caleb Tanner, you, Ty Robbins probably is that. Yeah. Is that fourth piece there? Somebody
1: says off the text line maybe Jamari Butler. You know, yeah, you, you yeah, got yeah, could you be. got pass rush specialists that can yeah, come in. Yeah. yeah,
0: it could be. Um, yeah. You know what? You know what, Bob? The good news is it does look like the pass rush has some potential now. Um, and that's probably – you're probably shaking your head going, well, duh. Yeah, they just added a pass rusher. I, yeah, but that's I'm talking about important. those other guys too. Jamari Butler has shown himself well of late. Blaze Gunerson has shown himself well of late. Nelson is playing the best football of his career. Tanner, I still believe in. Now, what you're looking at with Caleb Tanner now is probably more of an outside linebacker when he's out there. Um, what I wonder still, Bach, and this is why Devin Drew is important. Hold on, Bob. Just give us one second. Um, is is they – you still got to stop the run in that league. Yeah. Um, and that's – you know, that I, I think that – Oshawn Daniels will be a three-down player. I think he'll O'Shaan be on Mathis. the field. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oshawn Mathis. Thank you. Will be a three-down player who has to stop the run and see what Bob has to say.
1: Yeah. Let's head to Bob here on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Bob,
0: how you doing this morning?
2: Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you guys?
0: Bob, thanks for getting up and calling. How? What's going down?
2: I just got off of work.
0: Oh, no, you right. did? Okay. I just got off work. I
2: haven't. I haven't been to bed yet. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Well, what, what's on your mind?
2: Hey, does anybody did anybody check out the um interview that Matt has had? Uh the only interview that I know of, uh, that he's had with Sean and it was with Sean Callahan, twenty four seven. has anybody heard has anybody seen that?
0: Yeah, huskeronline.com dot com is what Sean is who Sean works for. What did you hear right. on that, Bob?
2: Well, <laughs> It was interesting to see that um the the uh reason why he picked Nebraska and nothing was done with nothing was said with n i l right it was um applegate was apple white apple white that. apple white yeah apple, apple white. white yeah the running apple backs white coach. Was a big factor was a big factor in that um uh, coming from um, uh t c u uh also that uh don't be surprised if uh Mathis has a little uh something to say about uh getting uh Dev on here uh a little bit was said about that so um uh, yeah it was really interesting that he picked uh he waited until uh, Saturday to do it because he wanted to see the um the draft the reason why he wanted to see the draft was to see what big guys and what conference would go with big guys. And he said the Big Ten just totally just, just took it away with the big guys and that they were top conference uh, and for top uh, draft choices. And that he wants to be one of those guys next year.
0: All right, Bob. All right, thanks, Bob. All right, thank you. Hey, Bob. Bob, we appreciate that. Now, Bob, it was interesting. Talk. I talked to his mom yesterday. Um, her name is Her name is O'Shana Daniels. Okay, that's why I was um, fumbling those names. O'Shana Daniels. This whole nil discussion, and I did some of this, Bob. Oh, I portrayed this as a bidding a bidding war between Texas and Nebraska. She didn't even. She, she didn't mention that. Like. What she said – now, I want to tell you something. I know, again, it's hard for people to praise Nebraska these days. It's not in vogue. But they did a tremendous job, and I got it straight from the mom, of of recruiting this guy. She said – what she said was they were attentive about every little aspect of the program. She said the entire staff met with us, and she was like, wow, this is totally different – than any official or unofficial visit we've ever had. She said it was the whole program that embraced us. We were overwhelmed. The bottom line is they did an excellent job here. I mean, we we do a good job. We do a really good job of criticizing Frost. Okay? That's not hard. Right. <laughs> With the yeah, record but, out there. Yeah, but this this is a situation where you have to say they 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 did a great job.
1: Well, they, if they threw the kitchen sink at him, I mean, I, I could see that being kind of the difference based on just the um, the scenario that Nebraska's in, right? I mean, O'Shawn Mathis, um, Nebraska's, it's, I mean, <laughs> this would be huge. If Casey Rogers didn't transfer or entered his name in the transfer portal two weeks ago, right? But yeah. it's, I mean, that that really heightened the importance of landing Oshan Mathis uh, to not just get a body in there again, but a playmaker, a proven playmaker um, at the Power 5 level. And so, you know, I, I, I hope that they did. I mean, I, I th- you know, and, and like you said, I mean, you got it straight from, you know, the recruits' mom's mouth is that they, they threw the kitchen sink at him. And they they needed they needed him, um, you know. It's it's just always one of those things. Like who needs who needs the player more, or does the player need the 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 school more, or yeah, all that? Yeah. They needed him in a bad way, if nothing more than just PR. Because, um, like you said, it, it's easy to kind of pile on Frost, and it's in you know because of the records and stuff. But also with this, um, you know, somebody else points out the text on Just the men's programs. I mean, there's, yeah, things are things have not been uh, smooth sailing uh, for quite some time. That's true, and then. You know this off season is is a bit a bit hit and miss, and including with the draft results, I, I think that's going to be uh, interesting to kind of digest, and we'll talk about those uh, in a second. Um, but it's uh, you know I, I, I'm glad that they that they threw everybody at him. You know you had the Apple White connection. Um, that's that's something that that should benefit. That's what, but I mean a lot of us were worried about the other part of, of that, right? Where the TCU Gary Patterson, the yes. guy that recruited <laughs> him as the head coach, goes over to Texas. Right. So um, to have uh, at at least, you know, maybe Applewhite, uh, you know, counterbalanced that, at least uh, made it
0: not a factor. Good point. Yeah, we're talking about Brian Applewhite, the running backs coach who was at TCU. And we can ask, we'll ask uh, O'Shan about that um, here coming up. Um, O'Shawn Mathis will join us at 7 o'clock. So we'll ask him about um, Brian Applewhite's impact on his decision. And what do has to say about De- it sounds like Bob said that he talked about Devin Drew too, the Texas Tech defensive lineman who hasn't officially announced his choice. Um, I I would expect that any day, although guys don't have to announce it ever. I mean, they can just show up, you know. They <laughs> That'd can. be quite a surprise. Yeah, it's not really in vogue in this world to do that, but there's I mean, it's possible Devin Drew could just show up on campus, you know, in June. And here he is. I guess we should announce it at some point, you know <laughs> yeah. but anyway, anyway, yeah, the mom O'Shana o- o- Daniels was very illuminating. I mean she she talked about how the entire family, their entire family, a sister, his brother his older brother Bruce, who's on the autism spectrum, and Oshana were actually in the film room with Mike Dawson. Hmm. And and she wanted to be. She 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 wanted to see what Dawson had to say. And Dawson, she said, critiqued his game. They were looking at they were looking at games and and you know he said you did you did that well there in that particular instance, but this is what you should probably should have done. And and O'Shawn liked that. Um, Oshawn Mathis liked that. I mean, she said that he wants that. He wants that critique. That he he wants that coaching, and Ma- and Dawson was very real with him. Um, so yeah, the whole family was in there, and and and, and he's very close to Bruce, uh, his brother, his older his older brother, twenty four year old, and Bruce felt very comfortable at Nebraska. So that all was a, th- those were all major factors. I mean, Nebraska made that family feel very very welcome. Um, and th- it was a family, it was very much a family affair, although it was it was O'Shawn Mathis making the decision. His mom, you know, his mom was influential, but it was his decision. There's no doubt about that.
1: Well, yeah, and like we said, they're a Texas family, so, I mean, That's if, it. if it came down to visiting, you know, going to the games and stuff.
0: That was a big part of this, by the way, and there was a lot of pressure, she said, for him to stay in state. There was. The, yeah. I mean, Manor is his hometown is I 20 minutes from Austin. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of people playing that card down there saying, hey, your, mom's, your mom is right 20 minutes from you here. Yeah. But she assured him. She had to assure him that, no, you're fine. You go do what you got to do. We'll be fine here. Um, and he felt a lot of relief when she said that. The mom played a big part in this by saying that. Look, you got to go. You're 23 years old now go do what you do and he, he he she said that he felt a lot of relief when she said that well, and she, I know she's been
1: kind of active on Twitter. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've followed this Sean uh, Mathis yeah. um, case closely um, and, uh, and and he's been, you know, so, you know, obviously like we said, um, with the reveal that he had and kind of naming the dates and, 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 I mean, just going along with the process, um, been pretty public about the whole thing, um, you know, not necessarily trying to uh, lower expectations or excitement for no. his decision and um, so, you know, some people are, you know, off the text line, again, is, is How come Mathis gets interviewed and treated like the biggest recruit this program has ever had? I have a feeling this is going to be another one of those overhyped players that will leave here and have done virtually nothing. Again, it's it's, it's because he's a proven player come on this this yeah. is not just hey this guy could be great this guy has done it at the Big 12 level mm-hmm. and you can mock the Big 12 for not having first round draft picks or you know uh, whatever whatever which way you want to go but that's that's a tough league i mean they, they, that's, pretty that's good. you know that's a power 5 league you can't you don't you don't just get handed all big 12 honors if you don't earn it and he's done it twice
0: yeah and as far as the interviews go the texter you're off base a little bit there we have i mean this station has other players on yeah we have recruits on i mean it's you know the lincoln high kid i was just on the other day um on another show we have we do that all the time here yeah that's not i mean having oh mathis on isn't some sort of departure for us um so no and, and you know what there there's a lot of hype i mean there is but he is and part cool. of it's just the need it, right it right, it, right. Exactly, Bob. I mean, I mean, like it,
1: you, need a savior on that defensive line, and the and and the other thing is, you know, it, it, part of his name is is pass rushing. We ha- Nebraska hasn't had a pass rusher that you fear for or necessarily game plan too much for since Randy Gregory Avery yeah, Moss on that line. Yeah, I don't not think. Re-
0: yeah, not really. I mean, not anyone that jumps off the page like this guy could jump off the page. So yeah, now, I mean, virtu- there's hardly any team out there that wouldn't. Couldn't use a pass rusher. Yeah. I mean, I mean
1: that's it's not a Nebraska problem. That's a, right. that's a lot a, of people. That's a lot of people problem. Yeah. There's
0: just not too many guys out there, Pac, that are 6'5 and 260 like this guy and can move like that. Yeah. 6'5, yeah. 260. And he's very athletic. So, all you got to do is turn on the video. He's, he's put it on film. Yeah. So, no, I don't think we're overhyping this. This was, this is a, this was a huge transfer portal get. I would say, I don't know. Comparing Casey Thompson and this one, different positions, so it's hard. But those are the guys. Those are the two main yeah. ones, right? One on offense, yeah. one on defense.
1: Trey Palmer might be up there. Trey probably. Palmer's up there. Yeah.
0: And then right, then right after that, after I'd say after Thompson, uh, Oshawn Mathis, uh, and Trey Palmer, mm, who are you looking at there? Are you Tommy like, Hill, probably. Probably Tommy Hill. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, it, could be a starting corner. Yeah, Do, didn't start the didn't start the spring game. Braxton Clark started the spring game, yeah. which surprised me a little bit. But I think Tommy Hill could be that guy opposite Quentin Newsom when it's all said and done. I
1: didn't even get to talk to the spring ga- talk the spring game with you. I, I also don't I don't know if you know this. I went to the USC spring game. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: Really? Yeah. Did how many people were there?
1: Oh, I think they landed around about thirty three thousand. Not bad. Which was a USC spring game record, yeah. and then it got you know it was mocked. Across the college football, you know, landscape for not having too much people because they did a national broadcast on ESPN the same day Oklahoma had seventy five thousand and there's a natural rivalry right now between Oklahoma and USC yeah, because sure of and Riley. Yeah, there sure is. Um, so there's a lot of comparison there, and they, they always go back to, well, there's things to do in LA, right? I mean, that's why people. I was in LA and I went to the spring game. I thought that was awesome, <laughs> but you know, I think if you love college football, you'll make it into the spring game, but. There is things to do in L.A. That, that is that always does, uh, and yeah. you have to travel. It took me an hour plus to get there. You know, you have yeah. to kind of base your whole day around it because of the traffic. But mm-hmm. it was fun. I had fun. And and all, what I really wanted to tell you or, or mention was that um, as far as the NIL stuff goes, they had a a, a tent set up, a Caleb Williams tent. You could buy Caleb Williams gear there at the spring game. Um, obviously, with the NIL stuff playing, in, USC seems to be doing pretty well. The whole world is blowing up because Jordan Addison, the uh, Blitnikoff Award winner from Pittsburgh, might be going over there.
0: Tampered sounds like they tampered.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pat Narduzzi didn't doesn't seem to be no. enjoying it too much. No,
0: because I think they, you know, they they contacted him illegally, essentially. You know. Yeah. Um. Before he's in the portals, what I'm talking about. It's not, USC wasn't the only team that did. And that's, and Bach, I mean, we don't need to get in this. In fact, we may do this yet tomorrow. The issue I have with this is this. Think about it. If the LA Lakers wanted Ja Morant in in the NIL world, they could just go offer him a pile of money today and take him. Mm -hmm. But the NBA parameters and regulations prohibit that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Why is it okay for a for a team like USC just to go in and offer a pile of money to Pitt's best player and and he him leave? Why is that okay? And don't say to me, well, simple, that's the way it works in the pros, because that's not the way it works in the pros. Right. The Lakers can't just offer John Morant a bunch of money today and say, come join the Lakers. Yeah.
1: You I understand think the, that. Yeah.
0: I think the I think the So fr- people say yeah. free market sip free market. It's not No, 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 no. That's not what this is about. It's about the lack of regulations.
1: Right. And and I think um, most people even, you know, there there's there's different opinions on that. Again, we'll get to this a little bit later. Um, but it's a. Uh, I, I think most people, whether you're for or against the whole thing, or kind of feel, you know, it's definitely taking college football to a different place. And, and for some people, that's enough to dislike it. Um, but I think almost everybody agrees there needs to be some sort of guardrails or some, you know, a little bit al- altering done. This is not the perfect system quite no, yet.
0: No, I'm 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 all for players getting paid, but the way this is happening, man. Anyway, we don't need to go down that road today. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of r- other roads to go
1: down. Yeah. Through. In fact, uh, a fun road to go down to next. Or maybe it's not because uh, it kind of talks about how it reflects on Nebraska. But two players picked in the first two rounds. In fact, the second round, Cam Taylor-Britt and Cam Juergens. Also, Samari Touré picked late. Uh, so, we'll talk about kind of what that means. I'm reflecting on Nebraska's program as well as the fact a couple of those guys that didn't get drafted. I mean, those Got a pretty good group there, too. Uh, So we'll talk about that next here on Early Break with Sip and Jake at 93.7 The Ticket.
0: Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey report. Closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte.